This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Everybody right now caught in the jostle for space in the race trying to keep up the pace for the space round cram. Everybody is jamming, 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 jamming for a better life, a better way of living. In the meantime, simple things we forgetting, like how to say good morning, morning, neighbor. After the hour is 6 o'clock on this, the 17th day of January 2023. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Breakfast Show on Power 1 and 2 Digital. The Richards twins are in this morning. We just heard from Paul Richards with our news brief. Of course, we have major news coming up at 7. Another news brief at 8. We're going to hear from Richard Raghu Singh. Bring above. Ruben is in the mix. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning. Alright? Gonna let you know that our message board is down. So I say good morning to the usual suspects. Good morning to you. Kenny, Trap Trap, Ray Ray, Ms. Maloney, Carol Gavara, Rena Budu Jennings, morning. Did I say Trev, Trev and Arima? I did. Oliver Man Warren. Good morning to all. Just to name a few. Alright. But let's take a look what's happening traffic wise. It was lighter than usual coming in this morning. Kind of odd for a Tuesday. But you got traffic from Maloney to Piaco, Trinity City towards Huey, and slow going from Valsane to Barataria and just before the Labat. Slow going again in the port of Spain. All right, from Cuba towards Sugar Gornas. Sugar Gornas main road is a bit heavy this morning. And just after Sugar Gornas, is where you're going to step on your brake. As you head towards Interchange, Monroe Road, get onto the highway. A bit busy this morning. All right. If you're on Waterloo Road, you got a little bounce to them. Yeah. Not too far from Orange Field Road. That's quick traffic update for you. I hope it helps you out in one way or the other. I said it's lighter than usual this morning. 
later, folks. I'll get my message board up and running shortly. Let me just do this and see if it comes back up. No, nothing yet. All right. So let me say good morning, good to you, Paul Richards. What's happening? What's happening? Morning, Steve Khan. Morning, Paul. Richard Rubin. Good morning. Wagwan, Wagwan. Wagwan, you see, the world is very upset, is Wagwan. Yeah, I understand. He's lost millions and doesn't know if he's going to get it back. I didn't read the story. Over $10 million unaccounted for. Said it's, there's a, there about two thousand dollars left in his investment fund. Where and, uh, the, the company, money gone? The company has admitted that they fired a female manager uh, who they believed may have been embezzling funds, and an investigation has been launched. The company is cooperating with police, and uh, they and it's not only you saying what is over forty other. Uh, celebrities, athletes, etc., mm-hmm. who had uh, used this company to make investments on their behalf. Uh, Bolt said in an interview in Jamaica that that fund was his retirement plan. Uh, in terms of money, he was going to use to retire from money where he would have made at the peak of his athletics career. He, mm. What he has about four or five gold medals. Could be more. Could be more. Not and sure. um, and he doesn't even know if he will ever recoup the money from the company. Now, I'm sorry. That company would have had to sell all the assets to give back my money. Exactly. And you fired the woman <clears throat> and you didn't report her to police? A report had to be made by Bolt's management about discrepancies they discovered in his accounts in this investment company. And then the police were called in, and then the company started cooperating with police, not knowing, realizing in their own words that the woman may have been embezzling funds to the point they fired her. And then you, then the police come in. No one. Yeah. Nope. Anyway, so I hope he gets back his money because that man worked hard and long. And it's telling me in US, sir. Yeah, boy. I just wanted to he worked hard and long and reigned long and put away his money as he should have and in attempted to well invested his money. He hasn't invested his money. Uh it's just that this company didn't seem to have the ducks in a row. Quite unfortunate. Anyway. Yeah, quite. That's what happened. That's what Jamaica um Bolt is dealing with in Jamaica. So but is morning, it, is it is in a, in, 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 in money in Jamaica or is it in the U.S.? The company Com- is in the U.S. Oh, okay. It's a U.S.-based I think it's an Atlanta-based company, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, SSL uh, Wealth Management, I think, is the name of the company. Personal Wealth Management. Oh, okay. But certainly imagine the wealth person oh. and they're taking your money and, <laughs> and purchase. So they, I guess they're living up to their names. They mightn't be making you wealthier, but they're making somebody wealthier. And it's interesting that, I mean, it's most management company found the discrepancies. They're one they were asking for, uh, of course, updates and doc and audited uh, accounts of the account of the, his, his portfolio. Um... What did the woman take the money in one go? I, I don't know the details as to how often they were checking. 
and asking for updates. You see, that's why you go with big companies. But now that big companies can't fail it. Remember um, Lehman Brothers and yeah, all these things who crashed. So never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Never. Quite interesting development. But I really hope he gets back his money because that man works so hard. Yeah. But it, it, you oh, know yes. we've we've seen the TTPS sending out um, notices that you know this one for fraud and and almost the same thing. But they to get caught. I don't know why they think that they would not get caught. Because many of them get away, Steve. Yeah. Many of them get away. At the end of the day, you, I guess you do your research, you check out the company to see if they're credible if they have the licenses and all of that this is a u.s company this is a company trading uh able to trade and invest in the stock exchange excuse me on behalf oh, of their clients a yes it is a yawn and that's why i said excuse me don't yawn don't you and they are biting away and nails yes just now i just ignored it yeah that to is, be polite I cut my nails and then i realized uh... Anyway, so yeah. I, hope, I hope he gets back his money. Right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> see how it goes. So Tuesday now, back at home. You're bringing cake and ice cream from Mom's birthday party? No, Steve, I'm not bringing any cake and any ice cream. I don't think you need another ounce of you cake. You know, I gave you an idea for the cake yesterday. All I could do is, you know, let me get Steve a slice. I'm going to put it in some foil. That could quite be still be possible if you behave today. I always behave. I always, I always. I didn't say you yesterday really, evening. You man. really need a slice of cake. Think about it carefully. Well, you did say chocolate. Think, you know, after, let me tell you something. I was asking around yesterday as to wish I could get a good chocolate cake for my mother. She wanted chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a great cake for $88. Cheapest cake I buy in a long while. No way. I had no idea. M- the Kiss Cake and Massey. Oh, see, my idea. Good morning to Kiss Baking Company. My Your idea. Your cake was excellent. Excellent. My idea. Excellent. It, it, no, the cakes see. are really good, huh? Eh? That chocolate cake tastes good. Yeah. Good morning to the Kiss Baking Company Limited and the store people in Massey, St. Augustine. That cake, it was a chocolate truffle cake. Oh, I had those. I had yum, yum, yum. Let me tell you, moist beautiful very very tasty mm. another cake or sweet person that way but i had a thin thin slice with one scoop of ice cream that's very very measured yeah those cakes are pretty good yeah and um and of course i bought company favorite munchkins ice cream oh yummy too which flavor oh you know, yeah munchkins coconut and munchkins <gasps> peanut ice cream coconut I Munchkins love a coconut ice cream. Does Munchkins export? No clue. When I Munchkins, know there's the formula for that. Um, we invest into the flavors and the formulas. No. One of our bosses' wife. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. You know that? Yeah, yeah. He told me that himself. One of his bosses' wife, or, or um, board member's wife, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, "Wow." Yeah, and they're a good. Mm-hmm. I, 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 on point. 
I have in my fridge. I have coconut in my fridge. Yeah, I have coconut and the peanut. I have good morning, Richard Ragobasing. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning, morning Richard. Rich. Morning. Yes, two days straight up feeling so good, you know. Good morning, listeners, wherever you <laughs> are on this planet. Two mornings, no anxiety. I feel good now. We're going to have to start the week well. Yeah. We and start. welcome to the Power Breakfast Show. What, what are you all talking about with peanut and coconut ice cream? I was talking telling Munch Steve skin. I got a great cake yesterday upon Steve's suggestion. Let me give him his credit. I was asking where I could get Thank a chocolate you. cake Thank for my mom. You. I went to Masty St. Augustine and I bought a kiss a chocolate and truffles cake and it was fantastic. And it's quite affordable. $88. And I bought locally based and manufactured munchkins ice cream. Plug for the bosses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you bought local coconut yesterday. And, you support local. I supported Munch- local. Munchkins yes. has an excellent coconut ice cream. Yeah, boy. That thing yep. yummy. You are talking about they have some also have some good local flavors too. Yeah, but I, I love the coconut and I, I mm-hmm. really, really good. Really good. Munchkins is mm-hmm. I don't know do they export? I'll have to ask him if they export because I mean I that is But you know there are quite a few local ice creams. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Cream bees, bees. bees. Yeah. A lot of local Creamery. ice creams and, and they have some that are um they have some that are dairy free. Dairy free. A lot of organic local ice creams, dairy free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of those um mm-hmm. Without to be seat. to be fair, to, and congratulations to Massey. We sat with great news this morning. Look at that. Mm-hmm. When I in, in that Massey said, like I said, I would say over fifty percent of the ice cream brands in the in the freezer were local. Yeah. When I look down the range, most were local, which is great to me. So, so good for Massey because I know they've been trying to have this trust to, to people supporting local which is really good and, I, and most of them i've had cream reads quite good i've had bees is very good but munchkins oh my god i've had creamery before i had, had creamery when they first started and i didn't really like it i felt it was too milky yeah a little bit of milky for me but people like it a little too but, milky. Um, well yeah some people some people really love it but for me it's a little too milky i love munchkins this is my favorite local ice cream What's, which was that? Munchkins, followed by bees. Yeah, Munchkins is really good. Really good. So that's the good news. Let me give you all my sad news, my heartbreaking news oh yes, from yesterday. No, what happened? And it really pains me to say this, um, but it's an indicator. Four professors of mine have been planning to come to Carnival for just under two years. Four. Right? Yeah, since just before the pandemic. Right. They, they've been to Trinidad before. Mm-hmm. To teach classes and stuff like that over the last t- over 10 years. All right. So they know, they're familiar with Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Both Trinidad and Tobago. And they love Trinidad and Tobago. Love. They're from Michigan. Okay. Love Trinidad and Tobago. So they're planning this celebratory trip. These are the ones who were my, on my committee. For my phd right mm-hmm. so we very we've become very close over the years and planning this celebratory trip for over two years and making arrangements and all and you know yesterday when i called to finalize some stuff they don't want to come they don't want to come yeah let me guess. what do you think crime why crime crime yeah and the reports they're getting and when they went to the 
State Department website. Oh, well, you know, that starts. And the embassy mm. website. They have decided <laughs> not to come and to go to another island in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much I convince them, try to convince them, it will be safe. You're moving on with me. They're just, their families are very tenuous about this trip. And they ask me, are you sure you want to do this? There's so much reports about crime in that country. Uh, over 600 murders. Oh my, I, you know when something broke your heart? Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing I could do to convince them. Isn't that sad? Mm-hmm. Very sad. I, I Very know. Sad. I also know some folks that were planning to come a carnival, and let, let me tell you, same thing with the figures from the end of last year and for the I, US. I went see. walking last time, my usual, and I just, I, you know, when you just feel like kind of lost and disoriented. Mm-hmm. It had me, it had me disoriented for a while. It just had me really disoriented because I mean, this is we love our country and. I guess we, in a lot of ways, have become desensitized to it. We live here, we navigate it on a daily basis. But what was profound to me is is the impact on them as non-nationals. I mean, they have a connection here because they've been coming here, as I said, for over 10 years. And they love Trinidad and Tobago, love, love. I took them to, they never came for Carnival Monday and Tuesday, which was the plan. But I took them to Pan Finals, Kings and Queens right mm-hmm. in, in the past and they love the culture of Trinidad and Tobago they love Calypso they love Soka they love the spirit of the people you know and they just are afraid to come mm-hmm. I know what you mean isn't that sad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I mean clearly we're going to have a lot of visitors but I mean think of how many more we can have if people weren't that afraid. And I just, I just like, wow. And so people will say, well, is we talking about the crime when the newspapers publishing the newspapers have to publish what's happening in the country. I wish they were more balanced, I agreed, in terms of some of the good things they can publish, but that's not a newspaper, it's not, it's not marketing for tourism, company limited. And we cannot pretend that we don't have a significant crime problem. And they went to the U.S. Embassy website, State Department website, to see what they were saying about trying to bring We all know what advisory is. Not so? Yep, we do. They said they, the other thing that was very odd that they, that they said is that they heard that the people lose their luggage and lose things in their luggage. So I haven't heard reports about that. So I, can, I was able to dispel that. I said, people traveling, and I haven't I said any reports about that. I said, it is a peak period. Your luggage may be delayed in some instances, not very often, but I don't get reports about people losing luggage or losing things in luggage. But in a negative, about the crime situation, because it's all over the news. You understand? It was really, it was really, really depressing to hear that. So they are, and then they, they also heard, and, and the, the safety issues are heightened during carnival. So, it's quite unfortunate. Yeah, that that's very um, yeah. disappointing. <clears throat> yeah, it is. It was very disorienting for me to hear that and have to take it. Speaking of carnival, uh, Tobago House of Assembly Chief Secretary Farley Augustine says he's not daunted by the decision 
by the Tobago Band Leaders Association to protest the 1.3 million allocation. He says uh, they are trying to transition the assembly that is from the staging of two carnivals. Uh, it is hoped that they will be able to get there in some years. Uh, it is early still. They've had one October carnival and they're hoping to have a transition period from that and another carnival in February to just one carnival and hoping Tobago becomes a recreation, rest and respite area while Trinidad hosts its carnival in March, February and March, which makes sense. You know, so people could have, those who don't want to be in the back and for Trinidad mm-hmm. could run to Tobago and rest. That's right. So he says it's going to take some time to transition out because, you know, yeah, and I, it's, it's a sensible sentiment we were asking why they were having two carnivals he said it's not a one-off thing and you just do cut off one because some people depend on and had been planning for february and stuff so you can't just cut it off you know and it's a transition period and it is hoped that they can transition out of having two to having one in october i think it's a sensible statement he's made i saw israel can't Interestingly enough, as you're talking about Tobago, I, I saw an article yesterday that that is about two days old, about um, 10 re- from USA Today, about 10 reasons why you must visit Tobago. <laughs> and it was, um, obviously it was one of those travel writers, I guess, mm-hmm. who, um, who went through a lot of the stuff that you can do in Tobago. And, and I mean, some really interesting, from crab and dumplings, very um how should i say indigenous stuff to you know to to doing the the the, the tropical forest what do you call it rainforest what is it rainforests rainforest because tobago is one of the oldest rainforests so yeah protected rainforest in the world not so well, yep. in the hemisphere. So, uh, and some exclusive exclusive species too Flora, flora and fauna. So it was an interesting and... reading as you're talking about Tobago and mm. and and kind of connected to the fact that the, the tourism issue of Trinidad and Tobago and how it's being compromised um, by the issue of crime. But there's still some good things coming out and some positive reviews coming out. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think Randall Mitchell is doing a pretty good job. I'm starting to see the needle shift in the right direction. And I'll tell you why they have announced at least four hotels that i've heard about new airlift i'm seeing cruise ships coming back mm-hmm. and some tangible efforts at marketing trinidad and tobago around the world so i'm seeing the needle moving in the right direction but let's hope it continues in the right direction uh so i see steve send a picture of himself and the prime minister you went to the thing yesterday i did yeah i was i was invited but I would not. Both of you did not shop and were, were the same ways. Paul, where's Richard? Yeah, but you see, um, I am not going to put myself in a position to be to come under fire given my other position. Yeah, no. And plus, it was mom's birthday, so. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I told them that. All, all, all they want to see is a pretty me and Dr. Rowley oh, <laughs> in, in a social setting. Oh, yeah, the Yep, yep, yep. The status and her old talk and confusion. All them remember the media also, and media were invited. They wouldn't look at it that way. Say, watch, watch it's like, man. Wendell won a prize. Say, watch, watch him, watch, watch. 
So while I appreciated the invitation, I, I declined politely. Yeah. Let me say good morning. Uh, Going on to Gabby. Good morning, Gabby. Particularly in this week. <laughs> leading up to Friday. Yes, leading up uh, to Friday. You understand? Um, you know, I didn't think, the, as Richard says, the optics would be appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But, you know, I, yeah. I just want to get back to the airport situation and, and Trinidad and Tobago. When last you went to the airport, gentlemen? Um, two weeks ago. Yeah, not too long. Yeah. Did you all go into the big pothole in the middle of the road? In the car park? In the car I park? Do the, I don't yeah. need that car park. Oh, yeah. Oh yes, you don't park. use that. Yeah, when you when you, as you, you know you take your ticket and you drive. Well, that car park has been deteriorating for a while. To be very let honest. me tell you, it yeah, is. That car I was park there. Has been deteriorating for a while. Yeah, I was there recently, and um, someone just messaged me and told me they said they went to the airport last. I'm just reading verbatim what she sent me. I went to the airport last night for the first time in a long time. The car park was so stink. Grass uncut and littered. Yeah, it was so shame. When he went to pick up somebody coming in from Canada, and where the car park had litter and, and Canada is so clean, they were appalled. But we've been talking about that airport car park for for years, and cars parking in in the in the walkway. It I I don't know why why is it such a, a problem to deal with that car park. It's just... been deteriorating for years with the uncut <clears throat> and the potholes. Potent, the cracks, the potholes. If it rains, you see the models of water. It's been yes. deteriorating for a while and it's it's unfortunate because there's a... Isn't that what airport authority is supposed to be doing? As far as I know, here. they were in charge of that. Yeah. Airport I'm not sure who's in charge of it. I assume they are. So maybe... As a whole, it it as, is as part as of the airport. Yeah. And yeah, I'd assume that. Yeah. So I suppose I put some improvement. Obviously, it's required there. Yeah, big time. Um, um, but the airport itself is not bad, though. No, the and, airport actually no, is not bad. Terminal is well, well I was when I traveled recently, and all you know, I have not traveled for a while. Um, I was I was um, pleasantly surprised and impressed of how much it has developed and the area in the middle of the foyer that they've developed into a sitting area with mm -hmm. with um charge phone chargers and and amenities and stuff i think they're doing a pretty yeah, good yeah. job in terms of the terminal building in terms yeah, of the terminal but i suppose that's why it has won best caribbean about three years in a row not so terminal is actually doing but if they need to fix the car park you're right yeah they need to yeah. check that out they need yeah. to focus on that but yeah. the terminal building itself is not bad, and the amenities yeah, it's, there. It's, but and the, the departure and, and arrival lounge is not bad, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I, you know, I was pleasantly surprised at how much it is, you know. But they need to work on that car park area. Another thing that pissed me off, gentlemen. After I left Hyatt last evening, so I'm driving east. Could somebody tell me why it is when Toyota gets a fleet of vehicles? They have to drive with a police escort, which I don't understand. You have like because the cars are not licensed, Steve. But they have D, they have a, a D plate on. But they're not licensed for commercial use, so they have to get that as part of the conditioner. But do they have to drive like a bat out of hell? And do they have to have police escorts stop traffic? And and they all drove like a bat out of hell. I don't understand your complaint. It's a safety issue. Yeah, but they, they could drive normally. No, they can't. They can't drive normally. They have to drive slower than normal because they're not licensed cars. And okay, but ensure the what I saw cars. last night was a police escort stopping the, the traffic by the lighthouse and everybody had to clear the road. 
So we all had to go to the right because siren and, and the lights on. Usually does, yes. And they all flew by, I'm sure, past the speed limit. Well, I wouldn't have really passed the speed limit. I, you would not believe the speed that they were driving through. But the police escort is part of the conditionality with, with, with a fleet of D-cars. Yeah, in my eye, they could drive like a normal person, come to a red light like everybody else. I don't know. So Israel can That's I my saw a, a CNC3 article online. Uh, in an interview with the Sunday Guardian, Israel Karen says he's preparing for what he called a cut arse, A-R-S-V, when the Electoral College roots on a Friday in secret ballot, he says, quote, I have no chance of becoming president. <laughs> That's optimistic. You think he has any chance of becoming president, Richard? Um... If some of the the PNM uh, aligned senators and or um, members of parliament in the secret ballot vote for him, yes, because I assume the opposition is going to vote all of his vote. They're going to get he's going to get all of their votes, mm-hmm. unless on the flip side, some of the opposition in the secret ballot vote for Christine. Vote Kang. for Christine Kangaroo too. Yeah. And then you have the independent benches. No, there's a statistical opportunity. Of course, we all know that. Anything is possible. Because it's a secret ballot that no one knows how anyone is particularly voting. But he is of the opinion that he doesn't have a chance, any chance of becoming president. Is it that he thinks he's an unworthy candidate? Or or did he think that the odds are just stacked against him? Well, senior wouldn't think that he's an unworthy candidate. I think he would be more looking at the the mathematics of it. But well, I don't think he would think that he's an unworthy candidate. Else, he, else he would he never have had his out. name would else he would have had his name withdrawn. He wouldn't say. Well, he'd say, "Don't put me up." I guess yes. So the, the mere idea that your name is there um, means you you um. You believe you can do the job, and you believe. It's interesting that is he is he retired? Is he retired? As no, not as far as I know. It's interesting that he would offer himself to be president because clearly he wouldn't be able to practice while he's president. Not so. No. So it's that's quite interesting that he. No, he wouldn't be able to practice. But I mean, yeah. he he has a, a a very seasoned practice, so, so I don't think he. he I don't think he, he has to particularly practice himself. He yeah he he doesn't take personal jobs as much i believe mm-hmm. um but he still has a practice but i mean but he the, can, the pra- he can di- divest the practice to someone else and let them yeah 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 i mean he has his son it. and all of that so and my son is there too so daniel so he could he could give that up because you know he you know he's in the late years of his um of his profession yeah I guess and he's been he's done very well yeah so you can decide look and you know your um, attorneys make a lot of money being the president well some some don't eh? some and the pandemic was particularly hard on the the, the legal community eh? some for, for, well for a lot of the private a lot continue getting a lot of briefs yes for some of them yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah for some of them it was very difficult that pandemic period mm-hmm. very very difficult as every as many as most of the sectors yeah 
you know, well, we'll see how it goes. Um, the Senate, interesting thing, the Senate and both the House sit tomorrow. Yeah, to the Electoral College. Yeah. No, that's Friday. This is this is the sitting tomorrow. Tomorrow? What did, what did I ask tomorrow? I have no idea yet. We have not been yet advised. Now, there's a prison, a private security bill on the order, on the dock, on the, on the paper for, for government business, but... Given the fact that the Senate is sitting at 10 and the House due to sit at 1.30 in the same Southern Chamber, I doubt it will be that. But it's an, an interesting development because I had not been part of this kind of arrangement before. It's very interesting when I saw it evolve yesterday. So, okay, well, whatever it is, it had to last um, two hours because they usually clear the, the, the area for the House to sit, especially with the COVID numbers rising again. They're going to have two houses sitting at the same time. And my understanding is that they both will sit in the southern chamber, which is usually the senate chamber. So I don't know how or what this is about. It's interesting to see what happens tomorrow. And then the electoral college is on Friday. I don't know what's happening. Yes, we'll find out tomorrow. Well, well, of course, there's um, we have, but I'm not sure what's happening with that. And of course, one of the other main stories is the issue of that um pharmacy license issue which i believe we are talking to um, um rahman today um, but, it, but isn't it resolved rahman. well well it's resolved at some level a, on some level but it's, it's they have been assigned the pharmacy board amendment regulation allowing practicing certificates to pharmacists which were valid and subsisting immediately before January 14, 23, which is last week, to remain in force until the certificate for the period January 15, 23 to 24 is issued. So I don't know if maybe that's what they are doing. I don't know. What, I, I, I don't understand. Well, why this? Is, why it got to this late stage? Why it got to question. this point? Yeah, so I don't understand. And, what it didn't, yeah. I suppose Andrew Parahaman will give his perspective. Yeah. Why did it get to this late point? In our in our interview in the next hour yeah. but it became it became concerning because people of course are wondering well are pharmacies going to have to shut because how are, well how are you, if you don't if you're not if you're not in a license period an active like legal license period you can't dispense eh? exactly so that um, was the yeah. concern yeah so the immediate release from the health ministry on monday said that once they have paid their dues the regulations will be published later today that is yesterday and assure the public measures have been taken to ensure there is no disruption of pharmaceutical services in either the public or the private health sectors. Mm. So we we'll see how that. And as we say, why did it reach the last day? Why did it reach the last day? Yeah. Not realizing it coming up. Come on, do better. HCC uh, uh, hired a private debt collection agency. How do you think that will go? Because they've been talking about the the outs, the, the the arrears of so many of their customers for years now, which is putting a cash flow issue on on an accounts receivable issue crisis in the in the um the, the corporation. So they've now hired a debt collection agency. They're gonna get in, run into real problems with this, in my opinion. But what is, when the debt collection 
the debt collecting agency can put you out. HCC had to put you out. Not so? Well, AGC has to put you out if, they, if they're terminating the, the lease arrangement with you. Right. So, if AGC couldn't collect the money, because there's a human element in this, sir, because all you need is three people put out on the road with their the belongings and the media coverage of it for AGC to start to get relics. Two children and two stools with everything around them in their the family. Well, I'm and I'm sure not saying people should not be paying their... Well, I'm sure AGC has evicted people before, but but I but it's not their 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 first point default, yeah. the first point of getting you out. They will try to you know they will there's a lot of negotiation to try and get you out. Right, but when you hire a debt collector in the agency, it speaks to a different ramping up. You understand? Yeah. yeah. So what does that ramping up mean? They're going to be more decisive about these actions. It's, it's an interesting thing, but because there's a human element involved in housing. And as we said, as you would have said a couple of weeks ago, now when so many people lost jobs, reduced income, recovering from pandemic, there's going to be a different kind of outcry if people start getting evicted. You know, the, the normal wicked and vindictive comes in. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Right, so I want to see how they handle that in terms of an HR issue or a humanity issue. Because at the end of the day, as I said, I am in full agreement people should be paying their uh, mortgages and or rentals to HDC. But all they need is to evict three families with children and put pictures of them on the side of the road and it will turn into something completely different. And at that point, the housing minister will be to blame. Not so? Mm. <laughs> because that's how it goes in trying to be great. From the agency at that point, you know, maybe the minister do with this. So we'll see how that goes. Because there's one thing to, to understand is a business transaction and a contract involved in housing and you're supposed to pay a mortgage and your rental. It's another thing for a debt collector to issue uh, a notice and bring a, an evictor eviction company to put you out. That is a whole different. Or are they going to go down the road of saying, let's re, um, rearrange your um, your mortgage arrangement and see if we could work something out? But we see how it goes. Kind of thing. But the whole purpose of that whole exercise, yes, they were HDC, was to, to say there are more ways to pay now that you could pay. Uh, that you don't have to leave your your home basically to go down to AGC to pay any rental or any mortgage that you can now do it online, you can do it from your phone um, and, is, and is the real issue the method of payment or the willingness or ability to pay well, part, well I suppose making it easier for you to pay is an issue because if, if it is that you have to line up to go and pay at HGC itself which I assume is which is which, which seems to be what they say. So because you have to line up your pay something and keep a roof over your head? So so um that that uh people would have to take time off their jobs, etc. etc. to go and do that. The same people don't line up to pay their phone bill and their electricity bill. If what? The same people don't line up to pay their phone bill and electricity bill? I don't know. A lot of people pay their phone and electricity bills by lotto boots, huh? 
That's true. They so do. I guess AGC is just catching up. Yeah. So. All right. I have a question in mind, but do you do you have papers? Yeah, I do have papers actually. Yeah. All right, but let All me right. let me just say something here, and this is regards to the 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 what I was talking about about the the vehicles driving with D plates. I mean, told by official at the licensing office, they can drive normally with the D plates. It's legal. They do not require police escorts. It is not part of the conditions. You also talking what? Okay, um, when they're coming to licensing, they do not come with a police escort. Another individual who I would say is uh, another high-ranking official in the TTPS is saying they use a few D plates and some are hidden between. No D plates, no insurance. Uh, they have none. So basically, they're breaking the law if there's an accident. The car dealerships using the police escort is a loophole to move all at once with not all covered by D-plates or insurance. Um, it saves pain over time, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the, the TTPS is part of the foolishness. Police escorts is a big, big racket. And that's from two high folks. So good morning to you all. Thanks for listening. The same thing I was saying. All right. Um, headlines? Yeah, I can go to the newspapers. I have them. So the Daily Express for today. Um, so, uh, um, of course, today is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. And the main headline, Hooligans. Pharmacy Board President Blames Dial Singh staff blames Dial Singh, staff members' behavior for delaying issuance of pharmacists practicing certificates. Hooligans, health minister, I will not be engaged in a public tit-for-tat with Mr. Rahman. And there's a picture of Andrew Rahman, an inset photo of him. And then there is also on the front page of the Daily Express, the youngest Chutney Soka semi-finalist, historic Eight-year-old Catalan Sultan is the youngest artist to qualify for the semi-final round of the Chutney Soka Monarch. And there is a picture of her um, singing on the front page of the Daily Express. On the back page of the Daily Express, Making Progress is the headline. Seret, confident work for youth games will get done. And first hurdle, clear. the main picture is um, that of ripping forehand. Britain's Emma Radicanu whips a forehand to Germany's Tamara Kopach during their final round match at the Australia Open in Melbourne, Australia yesterday. Um, so that's the main picture. I hope I'm pronouncing those names correctly. Um, so that's it for the Daily Express today, for today. Moving on to the Newsday, um, the, the front page of the Newsday today, the headline, Dial Singh ends pharmacist's license stalemate. Green light to give drugs. Court varies PSA injunction. And the main picture is Soka Ambassador Nestor's second star Boxhill performs for his audience at his second Sunday carnival event titled Tribute to Port of Spain at Fatima Grounds Mucarapu on Sunday. And that's the main picture. And on the back page of the Newsday today, Hotels to benefit from Commonwealth Youth Games, $3.6 million for rooms. 
and Raiders dominate season opening road race. So that's the front and the back of the news day. Moving on to the Trinidad Tobago Guardian for today. Front page, main headline. Ministry says no disruption to drug service as licenses extended. Lifeline for pharmacists is the headline. Um, Subheadline, my son was snatched from me. And the main picture is a Feroz Khan gives his son Samir a ride on his new bike outside their Debbie home yesterday. The bike was donated to him by businessmen after seeing a picture of him taking his son to school on his old bicycle in the Trinidad Guardian on January 5th. He got a new bicycle and mm. the conditions, but there's a picture of the house in the in the background. And pictures like this get me so angry that Trinidadians and Tobagonians, after all the money that poured through this country since 1962, that they still have Trinidadians and Tobagonians living in houses like that. Mm -hmm. It's an indictment on all of our politicians. All. But that's it for our three days. All right. Thank you, Richie Rich. Let's get into the poll. Let's give you the results of our poll from yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, we asked you, should the government provide clear criteria for journalists allowed in press conferences? That was our poll yesterday. Results are in. 91% said yes. All right. Thank you so much. All right, let's get into this morning's poll. We already have one. So here we go. What's the poll? Oh, you didn't get it? No, hmm. I don't have my phone on me right now. Okay, so let's go into it. So our poll this morning. Do you agree with uh, senior counsel Israel Khan that he has no chance of becoming president? That's our poll. Do you agree with Israel Khan, senior counsel, that he has no chance of becoming president. That's our poll. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll-free North Americans, 866-525-1099. Our message board is, is not up. They're working on it. So you'll have to call us. All right? You'll have so to call us. Do you agree with Israel Khan, senior counsel, that he has no chance of becoming president. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with him and that statement? That's our poll this morning. What serves you? Of course, this is all happening on Friday. Um, so 222-TALK, 222-8255, North Americans, 866-525-1099, people on the web and the app. Well, you have to pause while that's rectified. Um, but um, do you agree with Israel Khan, senior counsel, that he has no chance of becoming None. president? Or do you think he does have a chance? What's your take? All right. So give us a call. Only calls. Message board is down when you go to a message or text on our website or app. Um, you're just saying this site cannot be reached. So call us. Right? Give it a call. When I say call us? Give us a call. Good morning. Hey, morning, gentlemen. Morning, Oliver. Morning, how are you doing? I'm good, um, man. I, I I totally disagree with Israel Khan because it has options. <laughs> it, could go, it could swing both ways. So I totally okay. I disagree with him. Sorry. 
right. Okay. Thanks All right. Up. Thank you so Good much. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, caller. Hi, good morning, Stephen. The crew. Morning. Trevorima. Hey, Trev, Trev. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you, Trev, yes. Trev. All right. All the best. Stay. Have a good one. Two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five. Toll free, North Americans. Eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Do you agree with Israel Khan, senior counsel, that he has no chance? Of becoming president so do you agree with him or do you think disagree with him in that you think he does have a chance mm-hmm. what's your take what's your take yes or no it's what we need good morning good morning gentlemen mm. I couldn't agree with him anymore I couldn't agree with him so yes I all right, thank you. Duly recorded. That is definitely the sleepiest person in the world. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Steve. Daisy, I totally agree with you, Khan. Thank you, Ainsley. All, right, All the best. Thank you so much. What's your vote? You're going to have to call us this morning. The message board is down. So you're going to have to ring 222-TALK, 222-8255 to give your vote. Or, of course, North Americans, toll-free at 866-525-1099. All right, our message board is back up. Okay. It's up. So it's up now. Yeah, it's up. Taking all messages. So you can now vote via messages. Yeah. Um, So the people on the web and the app, um, you can send your vote as you usually do via the messaging portal on those platforms. The poll one more time. Do you agree with Israel Khan senior counsel that he has no chance of becoming president? All right. Give us a hit on our message board. It's back up, it's back up, it's back up. Or give us a call. Good morning. Oh, that's that one. Lunch Park says yes. KT, I disagree. All right. Yes, Katie, I, I saw your message earlier on regarding that um, at Southern Main Road in Warrenville. They real drive like real idiots. They do. Uh, Carol Guevara, walk one, Carol. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Let's get those calls coming, 222-8255-612-8255. Toll-free, North Americans, 866-525-1099. Send us a message on our message board, uh, yes or no, via our mobile app or our website. And you know it, power12fm.com. All right? So, so do you agree with Israel Khan, senior counsel, that he has no chance of becoming president. That's our poll this morning. Yep. What says you, caller? Welcome to Power 1 and 2. Israel Khan is so right. I can give him a prize. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you, Arima. Eve out in Chicagona says yes. Maria Marva, absolutely yes. Ken E uh, says yes. Morning, Kenny. Junior, yes. Thank you, Junior. Thank you so much. 
All right. So we have uh, four minutes again. Do you agree, Mr. Israel Khan, senior counsel, that he has no chance of becoming president? Do you agree with him? That's our this morning. Yep. Yes or no is all we need. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Two, 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 talk. Two, 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 eight, two, five, five. North Americans, toll free at 866 525 People in other parts of the world, one 222 talk two, 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 eight, two, five, five. And of course, people on the web and the app, you can do what you usually do and send your votes by the messaging platform on those um, respective uh, sites. Good morning, caller. I was waiting on him to finish speak. Definitely, yes. Yeah. Morning, Mrs. Morning, morning. morning wake up. Yeah. Just wake up, all right? Just I wake am up. up, honey. I am going to commute just now, okay? I am up long time. All right. All right, so yes. Bye. Right. Thank you, Mrs. Arafoma. Uh, Ms. Maloney Dudu says yes. Liz out in Sugar says good morning, guys. Yes. CJ out in New York. I get in both. I didn't give temperatures this morning. I get in rail both because of that. New York, you're at zero. Uh, CJ says yes. Mega Mouse, morning. Yes. Like Sammy the Snake. Yes. Did you give New York's vote? Yeah, she said yes. Um, New York is CJ? Yes. Okay. Um. Somebody says test, Steve. Test, testing. One, two, one, two. Stretch. Uh, laugh out loud. I can't believe I can agree with him. Yes. <laughs> uh, Reno Halasi, DJ Ray, out in a very cold Tampa, says yes. It is cold in Florida this morning. Maybe I could get you a chance. Some temps. Let's see what New York, let's see. Orlando is six. Miami is 13. Port St. Lucie is seven. Ouch. Well, TNT is a nice 22. London, you're cold. You're at minus one. Um, all right, two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five. Do you agree with Mr. Israel Khan, senior counsel, that he has no chance of becoming president? Let me do I think? Okay, lovely. All right, uh, Kenny out in Harlem says yes. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, thank you. All right. Of course, next hour we have Andrew Rahman, um, president of the pharmacy board. He'll chat with us. Uh, Trini in Boston. Hey, Trini in Boston. I haven't heard from you in a long time. Hope all is well. Happy New Year. All the best to you guys. Says yes. Thank you, Trini in Boston. Uh, the Queen of Shade is walking in. These days she's not coming with a coffee to slip with a Chinese soup spoon. Yeah. Why don't you have coffee in a Chinese soup spoon? Enough time to make it. Good morning. Um, Miss Ingrid. Good morning to you, Miss Ingrid. My answer to the poll, I disagree. Nothing is impossible. All right. I see Miss uh, Tuso, Arizona is having some strange weather. All right. All right. Let's get in. Here. You ready there, Queen of Shade? As usual. Yeah. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.